talking of eccentric characters, uh, Mr. Kanye West has 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 really had a week. Um, I don't know how I feel about Kanye at this point because I feel like it's just a mentally ill man having yeah. a breakdown. Like it's not even like oh Kanye's being Kanye. It's like oh no, this man needs help. Like this is bad. Yeah. And he just—I don't know if the listeners saw that he was he was going on very aggressive tweeting rampages where he was shouting at Chris and being like Chris Jenner, the the gr- grandmother to his children, saying I'm in I I'm at the ranch. Chris, come and get me and shit like that. What well, what can you do? He's, that man has not lived talking about normal lives. That man has not lived a normal life for twenty years. He's he's been in the limelight pretty much all that time. But and if you is, surround yourself by people whose life yes, people, is like yeah. drama, and they sell it, then what are you going to expect from old Kanye West? But I, 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 <laughs> he's nutter. I do feel like yeah, like he, but he does also surround himself with people who are like yes men. So like mm. you know, Kanye Kanye does something that is clearly like oh this man needs some help. He's mentally not okay. Uh, but then loads of people are like, no, it's Kanye. He's cool. He's going to make an album. It's sweet. And you're like, uh, yeah. I don't know. You, you do think you're just like Kanye West. Oh God, what an embarrassment. And then he drops a new album. You're like, okay, one more chance. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. One more. Cause that was banging to be fair. Yeah. But then after this, after the next one, I think that is not going to be okay. Yeah, well, I didn't understand whether he's running for president or not at the moment. No, I don't, think he? I don't think he's running for president anymore. My mate said he did a campaign launch where he didn't have a microphone. Yeah, no, he did. and like, But that was just more of a... <laughs> That's good open mic chat from him. Yeah. Good. We know those vibes. Yeah, Just yeah, do it in the corner of the pub like we were talking yeah. about before. No, mind. I'm actually running for president next week, maybe. So, you yeah, know, just come, come down. Every time like... I get on stage, I run for president. Speaking of stage... I'm booked for Vauxhall Comedy, Bottomless Booze, Friday, 31st of July. If you're in the South London area, go get your tickets. It's going to be sick with Tanya Moore, Nico. Who else is on? Some other people. Two others. Russell Hicks. Russell person. I have no idea who's emceeing because Nico, Tanya and Russell could all MC it. They're sick. So I don't know who's, maybe it's the other person emceeing. But, um, but yeah, so you can check. Now, first gig back. Oh, after like four and a half months. It's going to be weird. That's going to be rust. That's going to be, be Call of Duty Modern yeah. Warfare 2 rust. Is yeah. what that's going to be. Yeah. Hi. 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 Um, hi. Hey. Uh, uh, so my name's Alistair Woods. No, I mean, my name's Ali Woods. And oh. uh, uh, people say to me, um, uh, that's not a good name. <laughs> who's in tonight? Who's yeah, died? Who's, uh, anyone eating? <laughs> anyone what? dead? Who's, who's awake? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The old, uh, the old emceeing hand. Bottomless booze. Bottomless booze. Just fall, just falls out, doesn't it? It's yeah. got no bottom. The gloss. You know, right? Is this on? Hello. Anyone drinking? Um, Anyone drinking tonight? Christ. You're fat. <laughs> Christ. Well, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, an experience. Would you rather have Kanye West or Donald Trump as president um, of America? That's really hard. It's really difficult because, like, clearly, any sort of question I ask you, you don't want Donald Trump as president. But equally, I just feel like Kanye West is actually, you know, Donald Trump morally is deficient in every category, but Kanye West is actually mentally insane. So I don't know if it's a good idea to have someone who's actually mentally um, not with it. Um, But you're a big Trump. Did he do any more damage than Trump's done, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I've got, I asked like, you, but you... 
political views. I don't really, you know, Kanye's pretty all over the shop with with who he's, you know, is he would he is he is he Republican? Is he? I feel like Kanye might be a Republican. I'm not really sure. I think he was a big fan of Donald Trump before he started running against him. I mean, yeah, it was always in the White House and stuff, and I, know, I had the hat on. The ultimate, what you the the ultimate when we just I would just have to turn off the news and never watch it again would be if Donald Trump got reelected, but Kanye was his vice president, <laughs> <laughs> featuring Kanye West. Donald Trump featuring Kanye West. That's the, who leads America. <laughs> and Kanye turns his room in the west in the West Wing to to the Yeezy headquarters slash Beat Lab for yeah. Extreme Party. Four years of presidency produced by yeah. Kanye West. Trump co-sign West. How much would you how much would you love um how much would you listen to that album though? If he did four years as Donald Trump's vice president and then did uh <laughs> yeah. produce an album off the back of that. Absolute fire bangers such as We Invaded Iran and uh <laughs> <laughs> press big red button. <laughs> Brackets, big, yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> big red <button. laughs> We invaded Iran. <laughs> yeah, we let the economy like, burn. It's absolute all, fire hits. Yeah, yeah. All, oh. lives, all lives matter. The black all lives album. matter. The black mm. Right. Uh, we should probably get this podcast on the road, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and a three. Well, we've and... done two hundred episodes almost without doing that. So I don't know why we'd start yeah. now, but let's let's give it a go. Well, you know, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Big Bird and uh, Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants uh, uh, do a podcast. Hello, I'm. I don't know what I was trying to do. That I was doing a Patrick <laughs> SpongeBob. Voice. That might be the first voice you've ever done on this podcast. That wasn't your normal North London drawl. I remember when when my mate Manraj, who is a listener, so if you're listening, Manraj, um, shout out. But he said when he met you for the first time, he said, "I can't believe his voice is actually that cool." And I went, "Yeah, got a pretty hip you, voice." What are you talking about? Terrible yeah. North sort London waste man voice. Sort of like North London kind of um, uh, uh, privilege, but trying, you know, trying to try, trying to hang out on road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like that's that's dead. Like yeah, yeah no, like oh, safe. Fam, no, like, literally, mate, fam, like oh my god, yeah, it's just like for sure. Fucking hell. Such we do look like Spongebob. Guy. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, that's, that's way Spongebob and Patrick today. Hello. <laughs> Patrick. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, Patrick. Spongebob. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Yeah. What have you failed at this week? Before we, we came on air, uh, we were talking about the life and times of Mr. Kanye West. So Kanye, Ali, give us your view on Kanye. Do you think it's just a mentally ill man who needs some help? Or do you think um, he's uh, a genius and should be set free upon the world? Well, I think we talked. I recorded that already, so we talked about it already. But I, this I is think, a roundup. Yeah, um, I'd say Kanye West is one of the most talented music artists of the 21st century. Who has since is he sort of what well, he is almost is a rock and roll star of this century in a, in a digital age, in a social media age, in that he has had all the success, been critically acclaimed as well as popular. And then I think he's addicted to opioids. He's married a beautiful woman who has in, 
he's been brought into this family of like dead-eyed, very, very sociopathic, um, surgically surgically enhanced. Everything to the gram, yeah. Well, yeah, where everything's fake, um, and uh, so that means that his life is all fucked up now. And I think, as we were talking about before, he's not surrounded himself with people that are actually stopping and caring about him. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Still, it's got some bangers though. Yeah, I just keep making those fire bangers. Uh, you know, I think I think the sad thing is, he's one of those where if he killed himself tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised, and that is actually quite sad. Yeah, and the really sad thing is, if he did kill himself tomorrow, he'd go down as a bit the biggest legend ever. That's you know, yeah. he's got he's got to produce a lot worse albums. He he's wait he was waving a bit with the the gospel. Jesus I couldn't one. I couldn't get into the gospel album. Christian one. Um, if he releases a few more awful albums, then then uh, he might. The lose legend that status, status but... is gone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird that, isn't it? Like like how you, if if you do die, you are obviously always be remembered in a, in a much better light. Are you suggesting something, Tom, to me? <laughs> so I think you should kill yourself <laughs> live like... on air on this podcast, and that'll get listenership will increase by twelve. <laughs> twelve. That'll be yeah. <laughs> Listen to this reveal exclusive yeah. podcast yeah. host kills self. I'll, I'll do like a really good like f- thumbnail on the YouTube, like oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fifty-six views, <laughs> eight likes on Twitter, uh, yeah, one Six comment dislikes. like like oh god, yeah, get on yeah, with yeah, it, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are they talking for so long before the death? Yeah, I need to come on, but there is fame. There yeah. is a famous. There is a famous. Um, not story actually happened in the, I think it was the seventies, possibly eighties. Don't shoot me, listeners, but um. That was a bad choice of words for what I'm about to just say. But there was a news reporter who did shoot themselves and kill themselves live on air. Jesus. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, he there was killed, no himself, news. killed himself live on air. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just that's awful. That's yeah. sad. That is sad though, isn't it, man? Like, yeah. goodness me. That, the what did they the cut to? And now, and now the weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually traumatic though for everyone there. Fucking yeah. hell. Why would you do that? It's a sad it's a sad way to kill yourself. Did he have any point before he did it? Did he say, and this is have you seen that fantastic Norm MacDonald bit where he's talking about doing suicide? And he's like, Do you ever get the feeling like doing you just kill yourself, write a letter and blame it all on some random guy? <laughs> like, yeah. like your barber. <laughs> like, and this was all Abernathy's fault. And that yeah. guy's like, what did I do? Did I get yeah. his hair badly? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Just just like one guy pissed you off once. Just like, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some random, I'm going really to do you in. Yeah. 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 Well, talking of uh, breakdowns, um, I've been following some, some online drama uh, of late that I, I posted in the group. And I, I do want to briefly share this with our listeners. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, um, we, they, uh, my friend works for a mortgage brokerage firm and I don't want to say which one, right? But this is a very weird and public place to have a, a full on meltdown. Okay. But this man posted on LinkedIn. Okay. LinkedIn. Mm. He posted, mm. hi all. I've been a little quiet on here off the back of finding out my wife has been having an affair with one of the staff and has also kept a 10 year cocaine addiction from me. Needless to say, I've discovered her and I'm looking forward. Needless to say, sorry, I've divorced her and I'm looking forward to the next chapter in my life. It's been a tough seven months, but I'm coming back. That is what 
on LinkedIn. Does he, doesn't he have a, doesn't he have another sentence after that where he's like, "Stay tuned for good news"? Or yeah, yeah. Like so that. he said, "Stay tuned for tomorrow for some good news." Uh, I like the idea that he's like. <laughs> tomorrow he's like and uh i have released a new blog called yeah. my wife's a bitch i hate her yeah. great yeah. news but like what's the thought process of the man and like this is a completely 100 percent real real thing that is currently going on listeners with with my friend's boss but like what 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 is the thought process of putting it out on linkedin linkedin's very rogue it's very rogue Face- for that one facebook it? possibly facebook possibly if you would really pissed off, whatever. I, I still don't think you should necessarily be sharing those things at a public forum um, about anyone else. But LinkedIn, that is what are you. What are you? I, I just can't imagine an employer is going to look at your LinkedIn and be like, "Well, this is the guy who want to hire." Like, <laughs> that's someone who's got nothing left to lose, have they? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now looking, now looking for a job. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how that's professional in any way. Also. Sad to start a post with. Sorry, I've been a bit quiet on here recently. I'm prone to doing it. I, what I've learned is no one gives a shit. No one cares. Yeah. But when you come back with juicy gossip like that, that is absolutely top, top draw. That is like pure office gold. That's why people... Do you reckon people are endorsing him? Endorsement for yeah, on, on cocaine. <laughs> for cocaine trafficking. To be honest, on LinkedIn, there probably are quite a few jilted, pissed off husbands who've had their wives cheat on them who are probably like, yeah, I stand with him. There's probably some shitheads on there commenting like, mate, so sorry to hear about this. Because uh, that was his name, wasn't it? Yeah, was good. Thanks but... for sharing that with everyone. <laughs> All right, we can cut that. Okay, I'll beep that out. Um, but thanks for sharing this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is awful, terrible, rock bottom. Reminds me of the time just before I started my business, which sells toilet brushes to people <laughs> who wouldn't know normally have toilet brushes. You can find more information here. Yeah, <laughs> people, people, people just chipping in with like the worst kind of you know self promotion. Getting it back to their own careers. Yeah. Oh man, this is awful. It's awful to see when people close to you don't have the same values as me. That's when I, when I employ staff, I give them a very thorough check, not just in the interview room, but I actually take them out for lunch. Yeah. Rec- recruiters jumping on, being like, "Hey, uh, Alistair, so you thinking about leaving or moving on? Because uh, I get you. I've got these great interviews, mate. Great interviews. Find something. <laughs> yeah. Find something. Yeah. I know for a fact." That this company are hiring, that their boss, who is heading up the hiring process, literally just got divorced from his wife two yeah. years ago. So yeah. you and him would get on famously. Great deals, famously. Mate. Great deals. Yeah. 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 Recruiters are the worst people on earth, I think. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking now, and we teased it last week, but we are going to be discussing mental health and the diary of Ali Woods. Take it away. The floor is yours. So I have started listeners writing a diary again because i was feeling pretty low i was talking to my mate about it about my life situation and what i could do because i'm a big fan of doing doing your way out of things you know um that's not a sex thing cool guys <laughs> obviously players play get yeah. that pussy wet yeah, yeah. but it's the- gone terribly <laughs> life for you so far and you'll see why yeah. so I'm I'm a fan of doing things, so I was looking for advice. He actually said, maybe you could do like a a, a non-published blog, like you write a blog and don't publish it. And I was like, oh, so a, a diary then? And he's like, oh yeah, that's what you call it. I was like, great, um, very digitally savvy friends, mm-hmm. always looking for the marketing opportunity. So I, I've done that. But that when I started writing that, it made me want to look at the last time I kept a diary was back in 2014. 
God, which I did no. for, for for eight months. I was twenty years old. I was in my second year of university at York. Shout out York, go Swans, or wherever wherever we were. Oh, uh, there God, were a lot of Swans knocking yeah, about. Right. Um, so you can see I've gone from strength to strength, <laughs> and I found this diary. I fa- I found it. I didn't have it on my laptop, but I had, I had sent it to a friend of mine a couple of years ago. The Diary of Valley Woods. Yeah, Diary of Valley Woods. So I've taken some choice choice quotes here, and um, I thought. I thought it's best to to start out with the genuine, genuine bad times. Um, okay. I didn't realize how sad I was at this point. Um, at the second, what, what uni just not going the way it planned out for you? It started with, I don't have the, the, the script here to hand for that bit, but it started with the fact that I was just dissatisfied with my life, what my life was. I okay. was just felt like I was doing nothing. You were just like, um, I've shagged literally zero birds and I'm fuming. And like, I'm not, <laughs> is this going to be Ali Wood's diary of an incel? I feel like this, this is where it's going to be. This was until I found my brethren. People, <laughs> people bet... don't understand me. It's, this is actually more of a manifesto. This is going to be like, yeah. people, people don't understand of, I start, me. And I, and I change and I, the font to red and yeah. I bold it. Yeah. <laughs> there becomes a lot of Women don't here. get me and they need to. They need to understand I'm amazing. They need to they're going to miss it. out. They'll, it just every 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 um, entry ends with they'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> I'll make them about. sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly yeah, talking about anyone, women, okay. um Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Whatever. They'll be it's sorry. Hollywood's diary of an incel. Okay, hit me. Diary of an incel, right. So So um I, uh, but this is when it gets the worst, right? And I just wanted to share this with listeners because I think a lot of people, and a lot of people come onto our podcast and they talk about their mental health and stuff. Um, and I think as much as we're told it's okay to talk about these things and get out there, it's, it's, you can't do it overnight. You can't talk about these things overnight. So I just wanted to add my probably worst time of my life in as well as a sort of, I'm, I'm not going to say legend, uh, maybe sort of pioneer role model, um, voice of a generation, maybe something like that. Um, but I think like a lot like an incel, but carry on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I do is the, incel. the incel manifesto goes, keeps growing. Goes on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Dear diary, still no one's touching it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a god, but I've got godlike traits. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I thought I'll share mine while I've got it here because I thought it was interesting reading. This is six That's years it. ago when I was twenty. When I was twenty, um, I'll just read this out. It stop me at any point you want, Tom. But there's I a will. few paragraphs here. So this is this is when I was I was I was pretty bad. 15th of June, 2014, 6.30pm. Oh man, I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to do this or if this is even the right time to do it as I'm currently watching Switzerland drawing to Ecuador at the minute. It's a weird time to have a wank, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how sexy those footballers are. Yeah. Um, this was during the 2014 World <laughs> Cup, clearly. Maybe I'll do it at the halftime, oh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, 15 minutes should be enough yeah. for two. There's quite a lot, which is pretty crap at the moment. Uh, Sorry for the foul language, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, At university, at home, I think we'll be fine when I can get back into a routine, although I'll be missing out on the internship, which still pains me. 
I feel like I need to say it pains me to something, but it just stings. It's residual and one which I am yet to be comfortable with. What was the now, internship in? Sorry. Advertising. I wanted to be in advertising at this point and I just oh, got rejected okay. from something. I got through to like the interview stage of something and I got rejected and I really wanted it. Um, but, you know, you know, well, now obviously happy ending because I'm able to do a podcast for all, uh, almost free. Um, yeah. And so, work uh, a job so that you I, love. So it's great. <laughs> I showed them. Yeah. Now Randall is messaging me to see if I'm okay. Randall's a friend of mine. Randall. Yeah. Surname I, Randall. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say two two instances of Randall being characters. Do you know what they are? Um, Famous instances in the West. Oh, you're talking characters from from literature. Characters. Got past recess. Recess and the other one, a bit more niche. Villain in an animated film. Nope. Monsters Inc. The the oh, creature, yeah. the thing that the chameleon, evil chameleon, mm-hmm. Randall. Now Randall's mentioned me to see if I'm okay. I suspect someone has asked him to talk to me, which I absolutely despise, and encourages me to never tell anyone anything. Perhaps I'm just being paranoid. I'm probably not though. I hate being a case. I talk to Judy about all this stuff to try and relinquish it away from my house, but now my boring depression has become the muck which clings to me and my interaction with this house. This house is probably the worst place I've ever been. I find myself having bad feelings towards people I class as my friends. It is increasingly difficult to laugh. This is the deepest funk I've ever been in at university, and I constantly wish to whinge about it. Now, I can't go into the details of why I feel this compulsion to moan, and why my head feels heavy so that my eyes watch the ground. My movement is slow and timid. My smile is forced. It is scary, but it is temporary, so I'll not be too anxious. I feel like people, personalities, have all become emblems, and I'm walking in some murky symbolic world, which to some extent disgusts me. I need exercise and perspective, I think. Maybe sex too. Fuck off. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I told you. This is actually quite up. profound and good, but I was waiting for the... Maybe sex if I, But if someone was to touch it, it would help. <laughs> yeah, but could someone wipe me off? Don't care who. No, no don't care who. Um, hopefully my flatmate, Sharon, but we'll see. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you want to show bitch, I love yeah. you, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any little bit left. Fuck off. No, that's too strong. I thought that would be a release, but I feel guilty. What a great finish to this game. A goal that started from their own box, and I smiled briefly. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to socialise. I've been too romantically repressive in this post. I apologise. And that is it. Okay, that well, only... there's a few things to dissect there. One, I think um, uh, you were depressed at the time. I feel like that's the, the diary of a depressed 20 year old um and uh, and did you seek help for it when 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 it was occurring no help no, no hope. N- never went to see a therapist no nah. oh wow and you okay. know what i was I, I was i was the thing is it didn't last for a long time i think there's prolonged that's what for me separates from depression through like between like a funk or like having a bad patch mm. like this was like this was the result of a few bad weeks in a mm. row, I think. Um, mm. But then in a couple of weeks time, I get better and I start okay. feeling better. Um, okay. But still it's, it's, it's a lot. And, and you know, that's, that's, um, but, but so never s- seek professional help, but you say, so, so how you, how did you manage to get out of the funk? Well, I think what I helped think, you, I just, um, I paid a prostitute to touch my penis. Yeah. <laughs> 
basically never done I just that collected actually. hair off my housemates and I would wank with yeah. it. That's yeah. yeah, I made a I put a slit in the pillow. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I started sleeping under my flatmate's bed, it was fine. Um <laughs> yeah, exactly. Made me feel like we were sleeping in the same bed almost. Yeah. Um I think I think my sort of fortunes changed. I started having more fun again at uni. I remember as well, weirdly, after this, it might have been this night or like the next night, mm. I got like a physical injury. Like I was at a mate's party at uni and I, some weird injury, bro. My, so this girl jumped on my back uh, when I wasn't expecting it. And I just like stumbled and then fell. Um, mm. And my hand... And you can maybe still see it on the on the on the camera there. Yeah, yeah. But my hand, like that little groove, it 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 got pierced by something sticking out of the ground. Like I think it was a thing. I think it was a thing that you like put like a washing line into. And I Ooh. think it'd been sharpened because they'd been like mowing the lawn just over it, and it just cut it. So my hand got pierced, and that's so I came out. I put, and then and then suddenly like there's all this blood. I remember going to the hospital that night in A and E, and the dude was like, "Do you want stitches?" <laughs> I was like, "I think that's for you to decide, isn't it?" Yeah, and he was, like, he was like, "He was like, mm, probably be all right." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That didn't sound like a confident decision." So then he just put this one, he just put like this glue, this yeah. glue thing in. Yeah, the glue. Um, but then that wasn't holding, so he was like, "You're a bleeder, aren't you?" I'm like, oh, "Of course, I'm a fucking bleeder. My hand is open." <laughs> so. So then you're a little bitch, you're bleeding little bitch. He was like, you're a real bleeder, aren't you? As a yeah. human being cut deeply. Classic. Um, so then he did put some stitches in the end because he had to, because it was just bleeding through the glue. Um, but I think that physical injury made me, made me feel like the physical injury made me feel like the mental injury was less important, which probably isn't a good lesson to have, but it yeah, certainly made so... me sort of get some perspective this has been life. all I do is fail. So if you are actually hurting mentally, please pick up a knife. And uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so bad, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, but I, but... I, I kind of understand that. I, uh, um, it, it, it wasn't necessarily being injured. I think it was just a distraction. It, you know, that being like presented to you. Like a, yeah, yeah, it was like a, it was like please, a. Jolt. It please, please like... don't hurt yourself, listeners. I'm just no. saying that it, it was a. Um, it feels like it was a. Yeah, just something that happened in life. That jolt could have been, I don't know, meeting a girl think, or whatever. Like it, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, and 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 that's the thing as well. Like I did, like there was this girl I liked at the time, and and then that started getting better and stuff like that. Sort of obviously just helped me get more happy. Um, but that I think that physical injury for me, like it's like someone, it's like when you're having a shit day and then you hear about something else and you're like. Mm. It's, uh, the common example is like you have a shit gig. I think Pippa Evans talks about this. She has she has a shit gig in her partner, so she'll be like, "Oh my god, everyone hates me. I'm so bad. It's all a lie." And the partner will be like, um, "80 people uh, died in a mining accident in Venezuela today." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and then it sort of wakes you up and goes, "You know, life's not too bad um, sometimes." The thing with worry me is that, like, at this time, like, I don't think I, don't, I think you could have, like, obviously there was because I'd gone into this room to just watch football on my own when there was like stuff happening in the house with mates and stuff. So obviously people were aware of something, but I think for this month you could have asked people and they would have not said anything was up. And like, I was like attending stuff and I was doing stuff and I was super active, but I just was like deeply like unimpressed by it all. And 
down. Yeah. I, I mean, down, ne- ne- next week we can do my mental health struggles, but um, I, I, I'm I'm the opposite. So I have extreme anxiety. So I'm 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 uh, I'm I, I'm I don't get depressed, but I get extremely anxious to a point where it's like debilitating. Yeah. And I have and I have uh, seeked help for it in the past, um, especially when I was a, a, a teenager and young. Um, I, I yeah I had to go and see, see well, a few people kind of thing. But I'll, I'll discuss that next week kind of thing. It's just that next week, if you could just stop trying to take the limelight from my week, Tom. Yeah, sorry, nice. sorry. Yeah. Diary of a of a of a wimpy psychopath, Ali Woods. <laughs> That's it. That's it exactly. No, um, I ju- I jest, but I do I do think like if you when you are in that depression state i mean there's it's very difficult isn't it because the line between a funk and depression is one that you know no one can really 100 percent say what when it's crossed over you know you know i don't yeah. know that it, it's you, you can only signs, tell whether signs i think there are signs i think certainly this is my experience having lived with someone with severe depression at the moment mm. as well there are signs um self-harm obviously is one mm. um and prolonged i think if you know if this is happening for months mm. then that is something that i think would you would want to be treated um and it's like it's like consequences of it it's like i can feel down and then just be like in bed all day or whatever mm. but it's like that it's rarely stopped me from doing something important like if you know, I was invited somewhere like to something important for someone, like someone's like um, birthday, like who was a really close friend of mine or like a, a wedding or something like that. Like if it stopped me, I mean, I'm, be, I'm invited to any of those stuff because I don't have any friends, but no, but the, the, I mean, why would you <laughs> look at you? Know, it's if, fucking if I was, <laughs> if I was SpongeBob in the house, if yeah. I was, and that had stopped me, then like, so it's like consequences of it as well. If it stops you from like doing things that mm. you, feel are important and that that's a problem as well let me read a couple of other of, of bits right so mm-hmm. that was like it's worse and then it going back this was another thing this is when i started this was my first entry this is 11th of december 2013 uh 10 p.m mm-hmm. more and more often i clamber into bed in the darkness and think how have i gone through the last 16 hours without anything being done i'm not even wasting life the cool way getting drunk and having sex <laughs> this is reading <laughs> a lot of that like going back to the sex it's just going by. I work on my appearance a bit, meet a few new people, but at this stage, I'm a stagnant being. Everything I do seems to have less meaning. Yeah, I mean, it's low. It's low. It's it, it's it's and only when you are in a depression or a funk or whatever you want to describe it as, do you have that kind of thought and feeling. You know, it's kind of um, it's it's kind of it's like it's like you you just viewing everything in such a negative way, and you're and you think that everyone is viewing you in that negative space as well. And that's, that's mm. when it gets really kind of um, abrasive and difficult for you to function and you not wanting to go, you say about you not wanting to go out and do things. Cause you're like, Oh, everyone's just going to be like, he's just so down and boring kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that kind of magical thinking, they got like it's been described as magical thinking. It's just like, actually the reality is that, no one knows and thinks these things at all, really. Like barely ever, unless you're like showing severe signs of depression. It's just not something that people would really compute. But you get it into your mind that that is the case. 
and and then that you know feeds it and then you build this sort of disaster cycle and it builds kind of thing yeah i think that's definitely it distorts you can't process what's happening in real life and it distorts it in your head that's what i was getting at with that first thing that i read out when like everyone becomes something else to you you know they're all like symbolic Mm. of of your own sort of sadness rather than like the people you know and love like Mm. you see them as friends and stuff but they just they're just gray they're just like part of this grayscale Mm. um thing um but you know like i tell you what though what was good about this was this was when i did my first stand-up comedy back in this time mm-hmm. at uni and like there's some nice there's some nice bits like it shows like if you can find something that you you have gives you that life gives you that reason for living you know the 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 raison d'etre mm. then <laughs> the raison d'etre you know what i mean the joie de vivre. The old, uh, you know. <laughs> Duck à la rouge. Yeah. Um, like 20th of January, 2014. I think I'm going to write some comedy after this. It better be bloody good. I want it to be. I really want to start doing stand-up comedy. And I will. I'll be on stage before the term's up. Just starting to... Ali Woods, back yeah, in the game. Let me, let, me, let me find out what I, what, I, what I said after my first gig. Um, oh, so this is what I quite, quite a conflicting one. 30th of January, 2014. Uh, this is at 1am. I'm pretty tired, so I'll keep this brief. I didn't go out tonight. I did stand-up comedy this evening for the first time. It was a taster. It was fine. They're probably the nicest audience I'll ever get. And I was disappointed I didn't get more applause and my act wasn't as slick as it could have been. Oh, first that, that, wait, what? First game, this just sounds like you normally now. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not pausing enough. Um... <laughs> exactly. Nothing changes. Yeah. The slickness is just a practice thing, so that doesn't bother me too much. But the quality of the act does, as that puts a ceiling on your performance. My stand-up set could have gone a lot better. I reckon I will have to work a lot harder on it than I thought. Still, nothing's changed. So there you go. And still, yeah. and still, <laughs> still, still, still the same. And I will say categorically, since I've got worse since that first gig. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at this after that one as well. <laughs> this is such an incel diary. It really is. Now you've said it. Fifth <laughs> of February, two thousand fourteen. It's absolutely exceptional to be noticed for comedy or performance and people to come up to you smiling. Girls especially. <laughs> Everything gets worse. In fact, thinking about it, I've only really got that from girls so far. Maybe they're my target audience. <laughs> oh, God. That's... That sounds really creepy, doesn't it? That's, that's creepy, yeah. But look, it shows you that it's showing that in the progression of the diary that you've you've moved forward and you've progressed and you found something that you like and have enjoyed and i'm assuming that slowly you stopped eventually you stopped writing the diary probably because you were so enrolled and enthralled with what was going on that's exactly it i just i just stopped because i'll read out the last diary entry i made of this um mm. I, pre- I appreciate we're sort of um going on a bit here no, no, but not- let's, this but this one's a bit of history so 24th of march 2014 so i'm on a train coming back from manchester after i went to audition for chortle student comedy awards I didn't make it through to the semi-final, but I passed the audition to make it into the heat, and it was awesome. Genuinely thought I was one of the better ones there. Can't complain about the winners. They were great, and I can work on my act. I'm a lot more gracious then than I am now. <laughs> yeah. Like, how the fuck did, did yeah. they get through? Yeah. Um, uh, just, if the listeners don't know, Ali is actually a, a competition winner. He's actually uh, Huddersfield's like, comedian of the weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah alternative placed i placed yeah he I placed put, yeah. in berkeley on trent's new stand-up of the week it was yeah. me it was a 91 year old woman and a duck yeah 
I, I came second to. Was the anyone class. from that but, student chortle award still around? So also just to finish that entry off. Also, I'll have a video of myself doing stand up, which is awesome too. So happy. Look at that. And you know who won that that heat? Who I didn't realize until they until they started becoming big, and I was like, oh shit, that was it was Jamali Maddox. Fair. Fuck yeah, fair. So he he was in. I remember he was in that heat because he's got such a distinct look. Anyway, his beard yeah. wasn't as big, but I remember he had like a real high top. And uh, yeah, at least it was someone good, great. and it wasn't just someone utterly shit. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. True enough. Um. So let me read you this. This this is the final. This is the final um passage from this. Right. So thirty first of July two thousand fourteen. So many Americans on this train. I'm going to Edinburgh, as in I'm currently traveling to Edinburgh. Whether I'm looking forward to being there, I can't really say. Well, I am looking forward to being there, but I couldn't tell you to what extent. It'll be better than back in Mill Hill, that's for sure. Shout out Mill Hill, N-Dubs, North Weezy. I can't be there for too long, I feel. More than 10 days is too much. Um, we'll skip that bit. I start talking about Germany. Um, how have people still not sat down? It is not hard. You have a ticket with a carriage. You get on that carriage. The seat number on your ticket is where you sit. Easy. Some plebs. <laughs> <laughs> terrible well i hope edinburgh will be as good as last time because admittedly it was quite fantastic last year got to get a key as soon as i can this time can't wait two weeks like i did last year i think my slight worry is spending considerable amounts of time with people who i have little rapport with which admittedly is better than spending time that time with people i don't like that's very edinburgh isn't it St sitting around and chatting to people that L like little rapport or, or don't like is, is yeah yeah i guess yeah. i mean that's yeah. most of edinburgh isn't it like you just oh right, yeah, yeah. All right, so here we go. This is the final bit. This is the last entry of my diary um, of this one, 2014. Well, yes, I suppose things are pretty good, and I'm getting to see Man United more regularly again. People have not still, people still not found seats yet, and have written a couple of articles for MUFC latest, which was a blog that I was writing for. Speaking of which, this depression coincided with David Moyes being at Manchester United, so I think this is his fault in a lot of ways. Always getting interesting. Some people are in this person's seats and they're sitting there because some people are in their seats. That's one place where I think I'm quite good. I would just tell them, sorry, you've got to swire your own seats. These are mine. Especially when she's got kids. What's she complaining? Sort it out, woman. Lay down the law. <laughs> right, well. Well, yes, I'll be in a city which is buzzing but expensive. That is not London. So there we go. I'll enjoy it. See some good shows. And I've got a stand-up performance. Brackets, which I'm seeing as the warm-up to my successful London tour. <laughs> 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 On the 26th of August in York. I don't know how much I'll be able to write in this over the next four weeks, but I'll hopefully find a bit of peace time, peaceful time in the busy flat. Thanks, Ali. After that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I changed my name to Ali Woods on Facebook and Twitter, so I'm starting to lay down some, some foundation. But foundation isn't impressive. Right now, I'll go. Thanks. So that was when I changed Ali Woods. Oh, that's good. That's sweet. Sort of coming, and coming of age improv. and discovered stand-up. And, and look at you now. You've got, you've got some London gigs in the book now. So this is, you know. In it, bro. Well, that's the thing. I did stand up for, like I said there, like I did a couple of gigs and then I stopped. And then when I came to London and I was not in the best place then, that's why I started doing stand up regularly, um, like weekly open mics, which we discussed about much in this time. But like, I would really wholeheartedly recommend keeping a diary uh, if you're feeling in a bad place because it's a good place to vent and it also helps remind you that you are living like if you just literally catalog what you've been doing that day it makes you for, for me anyway it reminds me that like i am doing stuff like it helps stop the defeated attitude at the end of the day when you're just mm. like oh fucking another day of doing 
shit all just watching Netflix for re-watching shows I've already watched before and all that sort of stuff. Like the diary I'd recommend highly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that, that is that is sound advice from Mr. Ali Woods. Thank you for sharing that, Ali. That was uh, that was uh, eye-opening to me and I'm sure the listeners. Um yeah, as as I said, next next week I will be I'll just I'll discuss my anxiety and the insane situations that it's got me in over the years. Um and uh we we can go through that. But yeah, genuinely thank you for sharing that. That was that was that was good. I think a lot of people will relate. Well, that's I'm I'm glad I'm glad I did. Obviously, we can resume the piss taking um, for next episode. Uh, yeah, maybe not next episode, maybe episode after. But um, but yeah, I think it's one of those where everyone knows you got to talk about your mental health now. You got to talk like you're allowed to talk, especially men. Mm. Men, men can talk stuff like that. But it's just it's still it's tough. It's hard. Um, so I think I wouldn't. There's no point in me being an advocate for that and not sharing that. And I completely forgot about how how sad I was at that time. So like. I should have shared it at the time and I didn't. And so now I I have. And obviously you don't want to be just per- persistently having conversations about your mental health because that will just mm. drag you down as well. But but at times when you are low, like super low, you should you should be you should be sharing that, be in a comfortable place where you have friends or carers around you that you can share it with. So so there you go. There's my my incel diary. I skipped out all the bits where I was like, you know, shagging and drinking and smashing it and, yeah, I thought, and, and like, threatening to cut her up and you know and what <laughs> cut her up with kindness i i videoed <laughs> susan while she slept again <laughs> didn't notice me so this good. time this, this camera is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> that's how the diary entry starts um yeah obviously cut out all those absolutely sick bits but yeah. uh, no but there's a lot of like um things in those diaries that i kept to myself and it was good to do at the time but i'm gonna endeavor to be a bit more open i already am i think being a bit more open to to sharing to sharing the stuff that goes on in your head which stops you from living a really fun and fulfilled life so thank you for letting me talk about it share your pain ladies and gentlemen that's 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 if anything comes out of this it's okay to right ladies and gentlemen this has been all i do is felt i've been tom elwards he has been mr ali woods uh you can follow me at all good social media patrick um you can follow me all good maybe we should do a gig dressed like this (laughs) (laughs) you follow us at all good social media platforms um yes uh at tom elwes everywhere ali yeah i am at ali woods gigs spongebob represent and yeah i've literally got some gigs coming up in the diary so yeah honestly if you like stand-up comedy and you like drinking even if you don't like drinking if you want unlimited iced tea then bottomless booze comedy friday 31st at voxel comedy club get your tickets now while you can because it's going to be a sellout for sure and you get to watch me (laughs) try and remember uh how i thought i was funny yeah please uh someone show up uh, try and laugh i know it's going to be difficult for most of you but you know he needs it you've just heard that diary fucking hell good lord he he has nothing else ladies and gentlemen he's got nothing else i'm gonna be back at the bottom of bottomless that's what's gonna happen there so watch out you don't you don't need spongebob to go back down all the way to bikini bottom so that's that's, <laughs> that's let's keep this keep this light that's hopefully some people show up and do some laughing ladies and gentlemen this has been all i do is felt i've been tom elwes here's been ali woods thank you very much goodbye okay so bye-bye you see that thread on um the metro on twitter which was like jeff Boz- bezos's uh wealth and they were like trying to spend his money like what he's worth and it's so difficult. They I, like I, bought every they bought every team in the Premier League and that was yeah. like six billion and he's still worth like hundred and fifty billion.
Yeah. I, I saw a great thing about Bill Gates and it was like Bill Gates' wealth and like so what's the minimum amount of money you'd pick up off the floor? And it was like for most people it was like uh like fifty P, right? That's that's when you'd pick it up. If it was any less than that, you'd probably just leave it, right? Not you. Mm. This, this Ali Woods is picking up the one piece, the two piece, every penny counts, but because uh, I know how they feel thrown to the dust. Yeah. yeah valueless yeah. by society. So ginger, uh, orange, a <laughs> burnt orange. And that and that and that was on the basis of someone having an average income of like forty five grand or something, like the average London yeah. salary or something, right? So then they were like, okay, what what would that have to equate to for like Bill Gates to pick it up off the ground? And it was like fifty eight thousand dollars was like equivalent to his wealth. To minimum. Be bothered to pick it up off the floor. That's minimum in it. Fucking hell. What do they do with that money? Apparently, solving world hunger. I don't even know how you measure that. Is about twenty billion dollars. And they're like, he could literally just do that. Oh. I, d- I think there's more. I think I think you, you go eat one of two ways, don't you? You either go Elon Musk Bezos and you go, I'm going to space. Or you mm. go Bill Gates, which is you try and fix the problems that we have on the planet as it is. Dead. What a dead guy. Bill yeah. Gates. Old man. Oh, old man Gates. You, or you go, you, go, you go Elon Musk and you build a underground tunnels in LA and cyber trucks and you know shit like that i'm just trying to think where, where with, with the jeff bezos billionaire stuff i think they're they're all probably quite complex men and don't really have I, their problems are, are just so much different to everyone else's problems so but they still have yeah. lots of problems you know what problems what problems do they have i mean what well, you they really have, want to be oh the russians have, have hacked my emails and now they're holding me to ransom for like a billion dollars oh, yeah, so maybe. Let's just pay them a billion dollars fuck it why not Probably yeah but i don't want to give them that's a billion dollars that's annoying yeah. oh. and, then, and then like didn't jeff bezos get his nudes leaked someone hacked us because everyone was trying to hack him and they leaked his <laughs> his knob his would penis. look exactly like his head that's yeah exactly that's what people were joking we're literally saying that like i just <sighs> think you're like really if you're the richest man in the world like i don't know you're odd you're definitely mm. on. I don't oh, know yeah. if it'll be, none of those guys though. Like maybe Bill Gates. I think it would be kind. Actually, that's not true. Elon Musk would also be cool. You'd want to sit and chat to him. But I've got no real desire to chat to Bezos. But I would. I would like to like both Bill Gates and Elon Musk. You want to like like Bezos? You're like, yeah, I invented uh, shopping on the internet. You're like, that's just fucking boring. Like, great. Yeah. But whereas like Elon, Elon and um, Bill Gates, one's trying to save the world and one's trying to you know do some cool shit. So that's fine. Elon's a nutter, mate. He's he's bonkers. Yeah, but Jeff Bezos, I've no idea what I've bonkers. no idea what Jeff Bezos is is like. I've no idea what his personality is like. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. Uh yeah, I, I have. I did a bit of a deep dive into him. He's just kind of really kind of a dull dude, to be honest. And so people just say he's sort of like a sociopath, but he's just like very very dull. Mm-hmm.